the quality of type 5 that I think I'm most proud of is that I am able to analyze and see both sides of the argument, that I notice things that other people may not. And so because of that, I feel like I can really come up with the right decision. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Advice Not Given podcast. Each week, we share unfiltered, truth-telling conversations between two friends. You're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for, but wish you did. We're your hosts, Kelly Artis and Claire Wood of Melspo Gurus, and this is Advice Not Given. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Advice Not Given podcast. Today, we, I don't even know if I need to be here for this actually today, because today we're tackling the Enneagram 5. As we all know, this is Kelly's number. This is her specialty, her area of expertise. And if there's any number that's going to be an expert, it's going to be the five because of all of their research and study and introspection. And so, um, yeah, Kelly actually, before we hit record, was like, yeah, I could do this one in my sleep. Are you ready? <laughs> and so I, I am going to actually defer to her quite a bit today because this, you know, nobody knows a five better than a five. So, mm-hmm. um, Kelly, tell us a little bit about, let's just start with your own, your own understanding of like, your aha moment of learning about the Enneagram and becoming a five or like realizing you're a five. Okay. So, um, it jumped out really quickly. Like this wasn't, so I don't understand. I I mean, I appreciate that people have take a long time to find their type, but for me, this was obvious. Right. Um, and not only obvious, but like, wait, you mean I'm not the only one, I guess Mm. maybe that's maybe everyone's moment, but like, I feel like the way that I, interpret information, you know, find confidence and security, like all of those things, I don't see reflected often right. in different ways. Other than like, what's funny is like the, 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 uh, like pop culture references or like characters or fictional characters that are fives that I like really resonate with are often serial killers or like right. social rejects or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, that's a little weird, but yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, I was, I was, you know, same like most people just kind of listening to a podcast and they were going through all the pipes and it landed on five. And I was like, whoa, that is, that's me. And not only did that help, but this, um, I will say too, if you guys are struggling with like just listening to the type descriptions and you feel like there's something off for me, it was the fact that fives were kind of stereotyped as introverted, right. bookish, nerdy, you know, not super social, all that. And I'm like, mm, that's a that little fit. Yeah. off for me, but there are explanations for that. And there are variants, um, that allow for being a bit more extroverted and, um, finding interesting people in the way that I think I always have. And yeah. so, um, dig deep. If you feel like there's anything like keep digging, cause there might be explanation or some nuance that will allow for, um, your experience. So yeah. I like that. the fives are called, the observer, the investigator, Gretchen Rubin calls us questioners. Right. Um, we uh, also like thinkers, innovators, specialists, uh, radical, expert. And an expert I cringe at actually, Claire is, and I'll tell you why. Really? Because I do, because I don't feel like I've ever fully understood a thing. I don't think that that's possible, right? Okay. So there's a, you want to talk about, we talked about imposter syndrome last time. Mm-hmm. There is a massive hang up with us with competency mm-hmm. and- we don't feel like we've ever truly mastered a thing. 
right? Like, so like you can is, never get to the end of it. Like there's always right. more to, to understand yeah. or learn. Huh. Even talking about Enneagram, I usually preface all of these conversations with, no, I'm not certified. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know what I mean? Cause I'm always like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm fully competent in this thing. Like I'm fascinated by it and I've done a lot more research than probably a you, lot know, of you and I both, right. Yeah. And most people do just out of interest. But, um, yeah, I cringe when people put me in an expert role if I don't feel like I've established that. So, but to your point, like you just said, you would, I think, well, let me back up. So throughout these last three plus years or so that we've been doing this, like I know just in our personal conversations, you have had a lot of hangups about like, if people ask you to come speak or if they Mm -hmm. ask you to lead an event, you to me are like, but I'm not certified or I think I need to pay all this money and go get a certification, (laughs) which again, not a bad thing, but you just said that there's this part of that label that you feel like you can never get to the end of it. So I'm wondering, even if you did pay $5,000 and went to a two week intensive, if you would leave that with like the feeling of like, I am now certified. I'm now an expert (laughs) or, or if there would just be, if that line would keep moving for you and you would keep feeling like, well, I did get this kind of certification, but I probably need another one. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if that would ever feel so I, like you would ever feel like you've arrived. No, I don't. Because I think that there's always going to be an element that I'll keep seeking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, so counter counterpose that with a three, maybe who's like, oh, certified, let's go. Right. I would be like, mm, there seems like there's more to know here. Right. And I would keep digging right. and I would find something that I don't know. Right. <laughs> Whereas, you know, there, there usually is like a threshold of competency for most people. I don't think that I've right. ever met that in like, anything, unless it's something quantifiable. Like, yes, I know my times tables for the threes, you know, <laughs> like, like, okay, you either know yeah. it or you don't. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So our, our, so in case you haven't caught on our basic desire, the motivation by which we do everything is to be competent, um, to perceive or understand. Um, and the basic fear <laughs> is of being useless, helpless, or incapable. Um, this is a big cause of arguments uh, in my life uh, and, and issues with me and other people in my life is there's, if there's ever a hint of, I don't think you can do this. Um, that sends me off, that sends me off the deep end. Yeah. Like, um, if any fight I have with my husband, it's because there's an element of insinuating, uh, me not being capable. (laughs) And it's not, it's not what he's saying at all. You know, he knows that's me. how you he's like, interpret it. Though. You're not going to want to do that. You're going to get halfway through it and want to bail. And I probably will, but, yeah. <laughs> but I hear a competency thing. Um, and an, and a thing that I'm super self-conscious about. So let me ask you this. You talk a little bit about primary fear and I still want to go back and do our little list of, you might be a five mm-hmm. if, but another teacher has talked about the fear being, um, the fear of being depleted. Talk Ooh. to me about that. Cause I know you've shared a lot about your protection of your energy and your, you know, space and all those things. Yeah. So we're the way that we get our needs met is with by withdrawing. So we're in that withdrawing stance along with the four and the nine. So we move away from people to, to be able to recharge. Um, we are the most, we have the most measured amount of energy on the Enneagram. Um, so, you know, I think eights have the most nines have the least, and we have the most measured. We know exactly how much we have every day and we kind of operate from the scarcity mentality all the time. Um, the thing that we hoard is information. 
in ourselves. Right. Actually, we protect ourselves. Um, right. And that comes through as our passion. Our struggle is avarice, which is a type of greed. Um, and our fixation is stinginess. So all of these play in to this um, energy conservation. Um, mm-hmm. I am insanely cognizant of, and it's, a, and it's a false perception, right? This isn't reality. Right. I, well, I that's have, every type, right? You, you've exactly. constructed your world to, to and, think you're in control exactly, of it. Exactly. Exactly. So, so to me, I, you know, you have a gas tank every day and it's either, you know, I know this conversation right now with you, it's going to cost me X much gas. Right. And I know mm-hmm. that the meetings that I have scheduled today are going to cost a little bit more and a little bit more. So given whatever day I have and non-corona time, I would probably not schedule dinner out tonight because I know that I'll right. be done by about four o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like I've got it down to science where I even know, like, I'm not going to be good past, you know, whatever time. Um, and I need- Which is interesting. I'm going to throw this yeah. in really quick. I'm just, again, taking this between like our own inner changes, but like, you know me, I love me a planner and I like to have things out that you, not a planner, but you're not, you're not, but what do you do? You schedule our, our recording times and I'm getting a Google like alert that we have these hours blocked yeah. off. And that makes sense to what you're saying that like, it's almost like a puzzle that you're measuring or, you know, constructing I, the hours and building them out. And then, yeah. And I pad, when you're done, I pad it. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you saw my calendar, yeah, and you're right, I don't plan. I'm not super organized. If you saw my desk right now, you would lose your mind. It is, it's a mess. But my calendar <laughs> is something that is like sacred. And actually, I protect my weekends like crazy because I usually need, I need a nap at some point, right? So this mm-hmm. is another thing with sleep. Um, I joke, but like I do sleep a lot and I sleep in because that's when our brains have the opportunity to file everything away. Right. So we have this low processing speed that a lot of people don't experience. But like, so a lot of times too, especially if it's something that I haven't prepared for, um, if I'm thrown into something, then you're going to see or hear me or any five kind of, you're not going to get a response immediately about stuff. You're not going to be able to ask five a really complicated question um, without having to sit and wait for them to think through it or maybe go research something or Google something or, you know, whatever, because they, they, they have to form their answer. Um, in yeah. a way that not only feels good to them, but also projects this competency. Um, so they're not going to just answer in a meeting right. the thing, right? And we talked about this before, like, it's a really good idea to text a five and say, hey, can we, right. you have time for a phone call? Like, can you schedule yeah. me in? Because again, back to that calendar, it all costs something, right? right. And not that you don't mm-hmm. deserve what you're asking, right? Like, and that's the thing. No, like, I understand that, yeah. Me. But it's like, but please respect because we're boundaried. It's all about the boundaries. Um, We're very boundary people. So we need to be able to like do things on our time in order to get what you deserve from us. Hello, everyone. My name is Lala and I am Enneagram type five. I was introduced to Enneagram by my friends at Fort Polk, Louisiana, and I have not heard about the test before then. At first, I was very skeptical because I have done different personality tests like Myers-Briggs and I thought that I already knew everything by myself and I did not need another one. But then finally, I got curious enough and I took the test online and I have discovered that I was type 5 with wing 6. So not only there was one number, there was another number attached to it and that made it a little bit more confusing to me. It was actually Claire that explained it to me and she recommended that I read the book called Road Back to You. 
She also recommended that I read the whole book about different types and see which one described me the best. And so I've done that and type 5 was my type. And then I thought about it a little more, kind of analyzed myself and I have discovered that it is the only personality test that I've done that described me the best. It explained why I enjoy and do not enjoy doing certain things, why I like being by myself, why I like to think about all kinds of stuff and research things, love to gain knowledge, and the fact that I'm naturally observant and so stuff like that. And I really like Enneagram for that reason because it really opened up my eyes and helped me understand myself better. Let me go. Let me go through that. You might be a five if you have ever thought about how you like to get thing, get into things really in depth and pour over details until you figured something out as completely as possible. You might be a five if you're an extremely private person who doesn't let many people into your world. You might be a five if you don't feel very big or powerful, but you feel more like a small, uh, invisible spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, You might be a five if other people might think you're crazy if they knew what you're thinking most of the time. Dexter. I think that's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You might be a five if your family even thinks that you're somewhat strange or eccentric and they've told you that you need to get out more. (laughs) (laughs) Never happens. Yeah. Yeah. You might be a five. If you need a problem solved, you decide to work on it all by yourself until you come up with the answer You might be a five if you sometimes think other people are so incredibly ignorant. It's amazing that anything works out for them at all. Oh my God, Claire. Are you you, uh, blushing while I'm reading these? I have a story for everything you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You might be a five if you know a lot about a lot of things. And in a few areas, you do consider yourself an expert. You might be a five if you are extremely cautious and enjoy investigating why things are the way they are, even if um, obvious things are not really so obvious when you really look at them. And lastly, you might be a five if you often lose track of time because you're concentrating so completely on what you are doing. Oh, my God. Yes, everything. All of it. All of it. All of it. Losing track of time. Like, you know, I'll look up. It's 3 a.m. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just happened. And I'm not like. Mm-hmm. It just because you just get so engrossed, and so this is another thing to note. Um, fives are also body repressed, so our main center right. of intelligence is our head. We're in the head triad. We're thinkers, obviously. Um, we do have connection to the the heart center. It's hard. That's a complicated one, but we can we can get there. Um, but we're completely right. body repressed. So like there, I'll if I don't have it on my calendar, go downstairs and get something to eat. I'll forget. And then I'm like, it's three o'clock. My stomach is like screaming. I'm like, what is wrong? Oh, I didn't eat lunch. Right. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not, I'm clearly not starving, but you know, it is a thing because it's like, oh, I'm so deep in like whatever it is that I'm either doing or studying. Rabbit holes are a real problem for me. Um, they are mm-hmm. super distracting, but I almost can't let a thing go until I've dug down far enough to give me some sort of like some sort of level of understanding. Um in right. a lately the rabbit holes have gotten extremely deep because of just the world right now. And I'm, I, I appreciate that, but it's been actually really hard to f- stay focused on everything else. All of my other commitments, yeah. 
because I do feel like, you know, the stuff that I'm chasing down now, the information, the history that I'm chasing down now is, is more important, right? Frankly. So, um, so yeah, that all of those things, um, trying to think what was the other one you said that I was cracking up at. You chuckled a lot about how, um, other people, you know, you kind of think they maybe Yes. Or ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, that, and that's part of where I'm like, I'm just some weirdo, right? Like I'm just some oddity that that was where, when I first discovered the Enneagram and heard other fives talk about themselves, I was like, Oh, okay. Thank God. Cause I'm just like, I constantly look around, like, I don't understand where people come from. Like right. you, we used to say like, how were they raised? They weren't raised right. Yeah. You know, that was like my, yeah. but even in my own family. So my mom is a five. So I do have that um, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, Connection. Connection. Yeah. Because, and it's funny, like when you say like, oh, or maybe I read this somewhere. We, we like to verbalize things, and, but it's not because we need your help working through it. Um, that's how it's just me processing out loud. So I, you know, I'll call mom and I'm like, right. you know, for like hours, right. Of whatever the thing. And she'll just laugh. She's like, okay, you good. And I was like, yep, it's all I needed. Like she won't say a word, but she, yeah. and she knows cause she does the same thing, right? Yeah. She knows how to do that. Oh, and yeah. not asking for help is another big one for us. Um, yeah, that has to do, and I'm not proud of this y'all. I'm not saying this cause it's a good thing I'm saying. Um, we have, we have these crazy boundaries because we feel super, we're, we're fiercely independent. Um, like mm-hmm. because we're scared of asking for help. And the reason is, is that we probably wouldn't help other people. We don't want to help. I mean, I hate to say that, but helping others or being asked to help is an intrusion, yeah. right? That is, that's yeah. something that's not budgeted on our calendar. You know, it's, we're mm-hmm. affecting our resources, either time, affection, you know, financial, yeah. I mean, it could be anything, right? So we don't, we then don't turn around and ask others for help because we feel like that's a courtesy, right? Like, I don't want you asking right. me to take you to the airport. So I'm not going to ask you to take me to the airport. Yeah. And that seems yeah. really common sense to us. Like that doesn't right. seem weird to me, but it would probably seem extremely strange and uncomfortable for a two, right? So, right. Um, no, I've, I've said before that's my my wing is a five, and I take on that a lot. Like it's almost like a, I don't want to burden another person, but until you just described it, I don't think I've ever thought through it as the subconscious of I don't really want yeah. to be burdened either. <laughs> so. I, I don't want to. I don't want to owe you. Right. Or like, or it's not even that. It's more like I can't believe someone would ask me that. Right. I can't believe you would ask me to take you to the airport. Yeah. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. People ask that. Yeah. You know, and it's but people do, and people love to do it. But you know. yeah, there's usually about two or three times a year in this vein of being a five wing. Like Ryan, I will have a conversation with him where I'm flabbergasted that somebody has asked me to do something. Just a couple times a year. It's not the everyday things, but and it always comes back to, well, I would never ask somebody that. Like who who are these people? Like who who does that? I, they were right wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, case in point, my batteries died in my car, and I've. I decided I was going to YouTube it and I did. I researched, I mean, evidently it's not that hard. Um, But so I like took the battery out. Now I needed a little moral support, called my dad. He was like, Hey, promise me I'm not going to die. What am I, what do I not know? And my question is always, what am I not asking or what do I not know? Yeah. Right. Cause a lot of times you don't know what you don't know. Right. So even when I'm like, you know, working through like work calls or professional arrangements or partnership agreements or purchasing something, I'll always ask the person, like, there's a question I'm not asking and what is it? Right. Because unless you've had the time, you just don't. So I'm like, am I going to, what's going to hurt me? 
right? Like, what am I going to touch that's going to hurt me? He was like, you're okay. It's only 12 volts. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and then so, and mom's like, tell her to call AAA. And I was like, I got it. I got it. No, I'm not calling them. I got this. I got mm-hmm. this. And I got it loose finally and got it out. And they, they're all like proud of me, whatever. And mom goes, well, hey, listen, I just bought a book on solar panels if you want it. I was going to install ours. But then I realized you had to get on the roof to put them in. So I'm not doing that. Yeah. But if you're interested, I have a book on it because we always joke. We're right. like, well, I can learn how to do that. Yeah. And her library is, is the most random, hodgepodge, how to do things without asking others for help sort of collection mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. So that's where that that's where that comes from. So as a type five, when I'm stress on my lowest levels of health, I tend to take negative sides of type 7. So I already isolate myself naturally, but isolate myself even more when I'm in that state. I lose focus. I can't accomplish anything, even though I have established systems and to-do lists and stuff like that. I tend to think more. I space out and daydream and spend most of the day in my dream world in my mind and so I kind of feel like I am an ice cream that got was taken out of the freezer and started melting and so it's a mess (laughs) it's usually a mess but at this point I can already identify those signals and I just let myself be that way for a day or two I just left my let myself relax but I usually try to do it in silence I don't listen to anything music or whatever I try not to really read much I don't watch anything um, or play games or whatever so I what helps me usually if I walk outside and around my neighborhood or go to the golf course or doing chores actually helps so much I guess because it distracts my mind and I'm actually doing something physically and I don't spend so much time in my dream world and if and that actually gets me out of that state so in really 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 lower levels of health though um and some of the like you asked me like, you know, with my schedule and stuff, a lot of times when the schedule gets out of hand and I start to get stressed out, I actually fives move to seven, um, which actually can look like, um, it can look like a partying or overconsumption of like, um, you know, whatever substances, but it can also look like overworking, right. Yeah. And accepting too many or saying yes to too many commitments yeah. and being kind of frantic with, you know, Oh, I'll do that. And I've, I've noticed I've done that, you know, with quarantine and everything, I'm like stressing out. Like, how do I keep myself occupied? It's really hard not to pull over into seven and say like, Oh, I know I'll do that. And I'll do this and I'll do that. And then all of a sudden I'm overextended and depleted and fall. Um, so in the lower levels of health for the five, um, we can get a little nihilistic Mm -hmm. because once you've discovered answers for all the things, it's not always a good story. Um, (laughs) well, and Lala, who is our, who our, our interview is with, or who sent us our recording, she talks about when she takes on those negative or unhealthy or the negative traits of a type seven that she just has to like, she really ends up kind of shutting down and like losing focus getting completely lost in her thoughts, mm, spacing yeah. out, daydreaming. But she says now that she's aware of yeah. it, she actually like gives herself a day or two to do it. And then she goes back to reconnecting with like nature or physical work um, to get oh, back good. out of it. Yeah. So 
I love that. Well, yeah, that's our heart, our heart point or our growth sort of point is the eight. So we can move to eight and take on some of those traits. And the biggest thing that we can get from the eight is being grounded, pulling ourselves back down out of the clouds, stop detaching and observing the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be learned to be more present. Um, we can literally clear Like I've been in conversations where I don't even feel like I'm in it. Like I'm like hovering over looking at the entire restaurant instead of sitting at my table. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people maybe see that. I don't know if they catch that in me or not. Probably people that know me well could notice that I've like glazed over, but (laughs) it really is. It's, it's dissociation, not in like a, like a psychiatric way, but you know, um, that's a thing. So you got to keep an eye out for that. Now, luckily the move to seven is very extreme for fives who are typically introverted right. to go to seven where it's like, whoa, party. Um, that is pretty noticeable right. move. So I do feel like our red flags are a bit more, um, easy to spot sometimes. Um, so when we're doing well though, and when we're healthy, uh, we're super rational. We can be objective and neutral. Um, neutrality is actually a really hard trait for a lot of people. And I think that fives can actually sit in a neutral mm-hmm. space, uh, fairly comfortably, um, because we don't have the emotional attachment to a lot of the opinions or arguments. Which is, this is personal, just a personal insight. I think that's why you, for many reasons, you are attractive to people to serve on their boards. But I think that's probably one of your key qualities that mm. makes you such a good, sounding board and voice is that neutrality and that ability to stay neutral. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but I I see that as being like a really key component of being of service in those settings. Like you've mentioned with M fan and the sweet tea Shakespeare. And so I have to tell you, so thank you. First of all, friend, that's sweet. Um, I have always felt like that manifests more as being aloof and detached and not Hmm. having firm beliefs. Um, Really? Okay. Let me give you, let me give you background. So we've been, our kids and I have been like binging Hamilton soundtrack Mm -hmm. and teaching them all about like the history. And I'm like, what character do you think, you know, is, you know, like, let's break the characters down. Why did Aaron Burr do this? And why did what? Okay. So I'm really resonating with Aaron Burr though. The deeper they're, they're, they're kind of showing a bit more of his, you know, psyche and a bit more of his motivations. I mean, again, it's, it's a character, not necessarily maybe the person, but, um, I, he's a five, right? So Hamilton is consistently like accusing him of not having beliefs because he doesn't act, Right. right? It's, you know, Jefferson has beliefs, Burr, or, you know, yeah, Burr has none. And it's not that he doesn't have beliefs. He's just waiting. He's processing. And he has this whole song about, I am not standing still. I am lying in wait. Like, I'm mm. making sure. And he thinks that Hamilton is reckless. I think a lot of people are reckless. Yeah. And they jump and they move too quickly. Andrew, my husband, is an eight. And I think he jumps and moves too quickly. However, I, and he thinks I get frozen, Right. Mm-hmm. Which and it's so funny because you have to figure out the balance, but um, that neutrality, that objectivity, that um, need to understand more before like asserting an opinion or um, siding with a thing uh, is complicated for a lot of people to understand, especially those who are more, more intuitive or you know can can lean into like the feeling of a thing. Right, uh, we have do that. We have to process it. So um, thank you for p- finding the yes. positive there. <laughs> no, I, I, that's how I see it from the outside for sure. Yeah. So don't ask me for quick things or quick, quick support or quick opinions, but um, I'll eventually get there and and then it will be more, more well resourced by doing so too. Absolutely. Right. I'll be able to 
I will be able to enter the thing or the conversation or the, the board or whatever with more, um, just more capacity to help and be like, have references. Right. And like, well, our historical precedent or things like that. Um, mm-hmm. whereas most people would just kind of want to act again, our, co- well, our conflict style is competency. And we share yeah. that with the one and the three. Uh, so we do kind of s- appear sometimes as a one or a three. Um, and then what else? I think I, co- okay. The five and the f- six are wings. Right. I mean, the four and the six are wings. So the five with a four wing is called the iconoclast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're able to pull into a lot of that creativity. I have a little bit of a four wing. I can do creative things. Um, they're, they just bring this unique uh, personal vision to everything that they do. Stephen King is a prime example of a right. five with a four wing. Um, and a five with a six wing, that is definitely my stronger wing. Um, they're able to use lean into the six to be able to be more cooperative, be more people focused. Problem um, solving. Yeah. And when I'm in my best health levels, I tend to take the positive sides of type eight. And what it really means is that I can accomplish anything that I start thinking less and doing more and all of these things that I thought about, all of these projects and ideas, I'm actually doing them. I feel super motivated and very determined and I feel like I can climb over any obstacle. At this point, I think my imagination is my limit. So that's when I try to achieve all the goals that I set for myself. Uh, The quality of type 5 that I think I'm most proud of is that I am able to analyze and see both sides of the argument, that I notice things that other people may not, and so because of that I feel like I can really come up with the right decision. Um, So yeah, so so that's my type, and uh, I hope that really helped. What does it look like for you? Like maybe just to kind of sum up, like how do you become undetached or present to the world around you and re-engage? Like maybe give us just some practical as we close this one out. Like what does that look like for you? Like being back, kind of getting your own attention, I guess, is the best way to put it. And like snapping back. Yeah, it's it's a lot of affirmations, honestly. Mm -hmm. You, you You know enough. You are enough, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't need to know more. You don't need to go, you know, watch these videos, to, you know, yeah. to prep yourself to do this thing, like to actually trust that I probably have enough information right? already um, just by nature of being a 37-year-old adult in right. the world right now, yeah. right? But and not having to rely on, oh, let me Google it, right? Like that's one of my strongest impulses anytime I'm in conversation with people and I'm more concerned about like fact checking than staying in the conversation. So being able to kind of let that go and just have, be okay with curiosity and not knowing. I love that. Um, It's uncomfortable and it's a practice for me, truthfully, especially now that we have all this information at our fingertips all the time um, is just being, being comfortable in the present moment that is flawed and not true sometimes <laughs> or 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 biased or whatever but being just like curious about it and understanding and and feeling confident in that I I do have enough knowledge to navigate my life and that I will not shrivel up and die if I answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 
that's a big one for me. Like I will survive an impromptu phone call or, you know, saying yes to something on the fly is not always a bad thing. So those are, those are things that I try to force myself into, uh, to try to like push the discomfort a little bit and let go of the illusion or the illusions that, um, have fed my ego for all of these years and to not be as, not be as detached because you're, you you can miss out when you're behind your walls, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I want to end with a real quick quote from Marilyn Vansel's self to lose self-define. And this is what she has to say about fives and their growth or transformation toward freedom. She says type fives will experience more generosity, community, and trust when they release their insatiable quest for the knowledge they believe will protect and save them from being swallowed up by a demanding world. Mm-hmm. They will no longer fear being fear being depleted but will experience a new freedom to give away what they have. They will offer their gifts of time, energy, and talent with a faith in God who is generous and will meet their needs. In this way, they will become, this is what I love, an available resource so other people can access their wisdom and expertise. Mm. That releasing and giving away. I love that. I I love that. That's awesome. I'll get there. You will. Thanks for joining us this week on Advice Not Given. For resources and links to all the things mentioned in today's episode, head over to our website at milspogurus.com. That's M-I-L-S-P-O-G-U-R-U-S. If you enjoyed this episode, please help others find us by adding your thoughts to an iTunes review and subscribing so you never miss a show. If you're interested in being a next level supporter of our endeavors, check out our Patreon page. You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode to help us out with expenses. Think of it as eavesdropping on our coffee date, but then sending over a latte. It's a thing. Also, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at Gurus, where we keep the conversation going and where you can share your advice not given. <laughs>